And then, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. The Gospel of this eighth Sunday after Pentecost is quite challenging to understand how the Lord can praise the unjust stewards to make friends, to divert even more the good of his master just to make friends for himself, to save some things from himself for the future. How can we understand that? How the Lord can train that Lord and not taking really over this stewardship? This is a real question. How the Lord, who is asking us to abandon everything we've got on earth, how is He asking us to make friends with the same goods? There is different way to read that gospel, and I would like to uh, share with you two possible ways, two which are completing each other, and that we must put into practice in our lives. The first is rather literal. The steward is entrusted the good of the master. And what is the mistake? What is his mistake? Is to think that those goods are his and not the one of the master. The, the steward of the parable is just thinking, was just thinking that it is my own good. I can do whatever I want with it. But the Lord hears of it and is not happy. Because he's saying to the steward, I just entrusted you to take care of my good. And you're wasting it for your own personal selfish business. Give account of thy stewardship. Because you can no longer be the intendant of my goods, of my kingdom. God had made the creation. And in the book of Genesis, he has to entrust that to the, the creator who made at last man. It had been offered to the man to rule it, not as his own property, but as the property of God entrusted to his care. All this good we're having on earth for our welfare, for us to have a better life, an easier one, all those goods that are given, offered to us by the Lord, they are here to be used as ways, never as a purpose. Because the only purpose we can have here on earth is to earn our place in heaven. Everything we're having here, our home, every facility we're having, the food, money, everything is given to us by the Lord to help us to not worry too much about everything which is happening on earth, but to invite us to make it more spiritual, 
to be more focused, concentrated on what's going to happen after. All those goods we are just the care is interested to us is to be used for our salvation. If we divert it from that only purpose, be careful to hear that terrible sentence of the Lord at the end of your life. Give an account of thy stewardship, for now thou canst be stewarded no longer. If the Lord is with praying this stewardship from us, we have nothing less. We have nothing to support us. And in a spiritual way, this means that it is the condemnation, the eternal condemnation, the terrible fire of hell. To avoid that, the Lord here with this parable is warning, is inviting us to have a right gesture of all those goods he entrusted us. They are here for the goods. They are to be used for our salvation. Not for our selfish use. We must share. We must use them for our own salvation and for the salvation of our brothers and sisters on earth. Which is starting obviously with our families and friends and then after the circle of charity is working for us. All those goods, they are not here for our own business only. They're to be used. And just remember one thing, those goods, we won't take them with us in the grave. Like the steward, when the end of life happened, when the end of our stewardship on earth will finish, we will not take those goods with us. We will give them back to the Lord for the next one to come after us. They are given to us to be used for the best, not for our selfish use. And this is exactly what the steward made at the end. He understood the way that the, the Lord was telling him. He understood that he had misunderstood what the Lord wanted him to do. So, he removed a few of the debts of his step, of the debts of his master, in order that he can have friends to pray for him, to host him in time of difficulties. This is what we can do. This is what we must do. We all need to do it on The second way to read that gospel is obviously spiritual. But never forgetting the first reading, which is important too. We are all the steel buff, the stewards and the debtors. We are the steward because we are the intendant of all the spiritual good which is given to us. All the graces, all the blessings we receive every day are entrusted to us to help us to grow in holiness. 
the spiritual goods that they cannot be kept for us only. They are to be lived. They are to be shared within the communion of the saints. We are to pray for each other. It is a duty of charity. And here, the Lord is pointing out the selfishness, spiritual selfishness of this student who is keeping for himself everything he has instead of taking care of his brothers and sisters, of his neighbor. We are also the debtor. We are this debtor who is coming to see the stewards to give back something he had received from the master. We are the debtor. We are this man coming with his bill. And we receive from the stewards something left. We something we withdraw from our debt. It's exactly what's happening when sorrowfully we're coming at the confessional with our debt, with our sins. We come to the Lord and we are given up. We are given back a part of our debt. Sometimes even totally. We are both this stewards and debtor. The treasure we received, the treasure and the spiritual treasure we must share around us is all the graces. It's also the, the word of the Lord we received in the gospel through the revelation of Christ when he came upon us to redeem all mankind. We must share that with the others. And you will be right to ask me, how can I share that with the others? Because I'm too shy. I don't know how to do it. I'm afraid of shocking people just with my words and everything which is so different than what they were thinking today. There is only very few ways to answer that. And the one is to fulfill all our Christian duties faithfully with fidelity. Any of our vocations have got one common point, become, becoming a saint. But there is many ways, many ways to go there, to become a saint. The vocation of the priest is different as the vocation of the lay, of lay people. But the purpose is always the same, becoming a saint. You would be right to ask me too, how can I spread the word around me? Because nobody is going to listen to me. I don't have a microphone to speak in front of people who are just remaining silent, listening to anything. I can't do that because I don't I didn't receive that mission. And you're right. But you can still be apostles. You can still spread the word of the Lord by the example of your life. It will be a silent apostolate of the example. 
I would like to give you one little example to help you understand how we can be in a hustle remaining hidden, secret, quiet in all our lives. Since the the child Jesus was proclaiming the patterns of missions. And we all know how she lived. She lived only 24 years, hidden for half of it in his harmony and his view. The little flower became, anyway, protectress, patroness of missions across the world. How this humble, unknown nun became the patroness of missions across the globe, although she never left her karma, because she remained faithful to her duties. Because she prayed and offered everything she could as a, a sacrifice for the church, for the conversion of people, for the conversion of all of us. We all need to convert again, to turn back to the Lord. She offered everything in her karma, in her love of penance for this. And this is how she became the patroness of missions. She became the patroness of all those people who are sent publicly in the name of the church, in the name of Jesus, to spread the word. You can, you also, at your own little place, in your home, here, in your Brighton, you can become also this apostle. By offering, by truly being dedicated to all your duties. And this would be the way, the only way, to avoid the terrible sentence of the Gospel that the Seawood heard this morning. We will not hear, if we remain faithful to our duties, if we remain faithful to any commandments, to our prayers, dedicated to everything the Lord is asking to us, we will not, definitely not hear that terrible sentence, give an account of thy stewardship, for now thou can't be steward no longer. Everything we received is to be given back to the Father. Everything we received is to be used for the sake of our soul, for the sake of the church, for the sake of all our brothers on earth. Remember, this other sentence of the Gospel, to whom received a lot, a lot will be asked from him. If we take care of everything we received, the goods on earth, the spiritual heritage we received, if we give that everything to the Lord, if we offer and remain faithful, then will there be a show of this place prepared for us already in heaven? The place is ready. Are you ready to do everything you can to get it? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.